for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag NFL. Throw goes end zone. Right side. Caught by Tyler Higby. Touchdown, LA. 13 yards on a dot from Matthew Stafford. Back to pass. Flooded from the pocket. Rolling right. He throws. It picked off at the 35. Nick Scott takes it away. And the Rams will go home with their fourth win of the season. Hits it with the right foot. Kick on its way. It is good. Good to ice it. 47 yards for Matt Gay. And the Rams beat the Seahawks in an NFC West showdown 26-17. Low-scoring start to that game, but they got it going late. Russell Wilson mangles a finger following through. They described it as badly sprained. Oh, those pictures made it look like it was dislocated. I was pretty sure that was dis- dis- <laughs> dislocated. I think I can diagnose that from, uh, from over here. He left the game. Geno Smith came in, threw a late interception. You heard that there. Matthew Stafford, 365 yards passing and a touchdown and a pick. And the Rams get the victory. And there's a a Ram team that got humbled by Arizona, bounces back and beats Seattle. That ends a two-game win streak for Seattle. They dropped to two and three. Lost a couple, won a couple, lost again. It's a good division win for the Rams. You know, it's like a conference win in college. And they play these guys home and away. And so... It's something that you always want to achieve because you're obviously you're getting a win and you're settling your potential team you're battling with to get to the postseason a loss. So you take it. I mean, I don't think the Rams were great, but they were plenty good enough. Stafford's an intriguing guy, you know, because if the Rams have big time success, then I wonder how much quarterbacks will take heat for not winning. Right, because he's been good, but the Lions haven't won. Well, you right. say, well, the team isn't very good, obviously. <laughs> the organization, and, and right? so if he, I don't think he's better this year than he was last year, the year before, so forth he's and so got on. A better team yeah. around him and a better organization and, behind him. And so it, it's going to be interesting to see what he does because they look like a playoff team. I can't guarantee it. It's still too early. Things can happen, obviously, especially with injuries. Uh, but that could be one of the things that maybe we don't put as much emphasis on the quarterback, particularly if the Rams were to win it all. I can't rule them out. There's a, but we were talking about this. You know, Arizona's undefeated. They're the one. Now you got all these one-loss teams. You got about a dozen of them, and a bunch of those one-loss teams have both beaten a one-loss team and lost to a one-loss team. And the Rams are right in the middle of that scrum. But they they are certainly intriguing. They got a ton of talent. And the core of this team was in the Super Bowl not that long ago. Now, if you swap out for a slightly better quarterback, make a few more big plays, that could be all the difference. All right, games this weekend. A lot of games to uh, get into, including the first London game of the year. So if you want a NFL quadruple header, you can wake up to Jets and Falcons. And Zach Wilson and the Jets get a second straight win. They're playing in London. That game will be on the air at 7.30 in the morning. Man, they start him early over in London. Well, <laughs> time zones help. Oh. NFL Network will have that game. Pacific time zone? No, I don't even know what it is. I don't know. Is it the England time zone? Is it the London oh, time you've zone? You've been to Europe. I haven't. I don't know what it is. I've never been to Europe. I've never been to Europe. You have. I have. I've never been to Australia. You have. That's right. I've never flown on a private charter. You have. You You see the differences here? Yep. Yeah. 
basically the haves and the have-nots. You've been to Cancun on the company. I haven't. Oh, no, you You've turned been it down. to Maui on the company. And you turned it down. I haven't. You turned it down. I couldn't I go was sec- You'd sweeps. still turn it down. <laughs> That's true. I was second string. Because of seniority. <laughs> yeah. We got hired I, at the same time. And they, they wanted DJ. They didn't want me. I faxed in my contract a couple days earlier. It's not true. I got seniority. No, it's not true. You faxed in it. <laughs> well, it was back in the day. I went ahead and I got all the stuff. I used the typewriter and I typed up my letter of acceptance. <laughs> nice. Did you use that little white strip to type over the letters you messed up? No. I took typing in college and so I'm very he good at typing. It. He aced it. And actually, to get in the broadcasting school at ASU, you had to type 40 words per minute. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten into the broadcasting no school at <laughs> So I, I, I crammed for it, you know, and I worked got on the it, skills worked on it, worked on it, worked on it. And I got 40 right on the dot. Ooh. Ooh. And I remember I took a, a jogging class, and you had to run a mile and a half. To get an A, you had to run a mile and a half in 12 minutes. So I timed it. I'm coming around that last bend. At 11.30. No need to go under, you know, like 11 or 10 minutes. You don't get anything extra for right, 11.40. Exactly. So I crossed the finish line at like 11.58. Why did PK have a C-plus grade average in high school? Why was the GPA What do I need? You need a C to play ball. What do you need from me? So, hey, I'll get a C-plus. I have a little breathing room. There's not no a lot to, of breathing room. don't need to overdo it. Other big games this weekend, Packers and Bengals, they're both 3-1. and one. Intriguing game right there. A couple of those 3-1 teams squaring off. Browns and Chargers, both 3-1. and one. They'll go head-to-head. And then you got the teams that are in trouble, man. Steelers are off to a 1-3 start. They're going to they're they're get this going. They started 11-0 last year, but and they only won one game to close the season. They've only won one game to open this season. They got the Bills in the opener. They've lost three in a row. They're hosting the Broncos, who are three and one. Plenty of good games. Sunday night, the Chiefs, two and two with a defense that has been <clears throat> porous, playing the Buffalo Bills, who you know can put points on the board. Coming off a 40 point performance against Houston. That's the NBC Sunday night game. Baker Mayfield has been playing with a partially torn labrum in his left shoulder. It's a non-throwing shoulder. He tried to make a tackle against the Houston Texans. He's been Houston Texans, and he's been wearing a shoulder harness ever since. DJ and PK. Hashtag BYU. The Cougars. 5-0. Do they make it to 6-0? Hosting Boise State, 130 on ABC. Pre-game show here on The Zone starts at 12.30 from JCW's The Burger Boys in Provo. Got one thing for the Cougar fans to look forward to? Yes. Oh, well, I got... Yeah. I, I hit them with one, one now. we got a shorter segment the, here. A little uh, more later. The issue that uh, with BYU is... Uh, not, it's not an issue, but actually it's been very, very good. Uh, I, they firmly believe if they continue to take care of the ball, they'll win. They've been Are winning you, turnover battles. But they've only had two. And one was an end of the half... And the other, they got the ball back. The offensive uh, issue, obviously, with the Algier play. Never even got out on the field. They've had zero fumbles. This has been an underreported story. Their ball security has just been incredible. Absolutely incredible. They've got to be one of the leaders in turnover margin. Yes, because it's always, not always, but it's been zero 
that's really good. That's another thing for Algier to think about. Guy does not fumble. Now nah, I hope I don't jinx him here. <laughs> <laughs> but but if they, uh, no matter who the quarterback is, and Jaron Hall's not been ruled out, but no matter who it is, if they hold on to the ball and don't throw picks. They believe they have an excellent chance. Now, you can say that generally speaking, but we're speaking specifically here. But generally speaking, obviously, Kyle Winningham has just drilled that into our brains over uh, 15, 16 years, and it's the truth. So they've done an excellent job on that. Continue to do it, and they will continue to find success. They're plus nine in turnover margin, and that is tied for sixth in the nation. So that's good. Yeah, they're really good at keeping track of the ball. It's All important. Right. We'll uh, we'll get more on this game coming up. 1.30 tomorrow and then 12.30 for the pregame show at JCW. Is going to be at the Burger Boys, Yak. I will be there. Nice. Come on by, get a burger. Gordon Hudson, All-American tight end for BYU. College Football Hall of Famer died September 27th. He was only 59 years old. Played for the Cougars in the glory days from 1980 to 83. Was all-America as a junior and a senior. Well, I never saw him play, but I certainly have heard the name being down at BYU for many years over the times of practices and seeing pitchers and stuff on that legacy hall. I understand he was a really good player. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah. The Utes in L.A., they haven't won in the Coliseum. Can they do it? They're playing SC, 6 o'clock tomorrow night on Big Fox. Ute pregame show starts at 5 o'clock here on The Zone. Yes, they can do it. They've almost done it. They've come literally as close as you can with teams that weren't as good going against SC teams that were better. Of course they can. This USC team really up and down. Not a great SC defense. Is this team physical enough? That's the one thing Utah's been really good at over the years. It's been spotty this year. Thought the O-line was much better against Washington State. It was just lost because everybody was going nuts about how many times they lost the ball. But the holes were there. They were getting downfield. They were pushing Washington State around. The O-line gets it rolling here. They ought to be able to push USC around. And they're usually good when they're pushing teams around. Yeah, I don't know that I see pushing around. I just need them to hold their own. Six o'clock, Big Fox, DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Fake handoff looked. Oh, throws deep down the middle. He's got Isaiah Likely. This could be 99 yards. He's off to the races. To the 30, to the 20, 15, 10, 5, 99 yard touchdown for the shot of Clears. You got, a, you got a junior high kid announcing? <laughs> a little helium in the boot. <laughs> that was their first pass of the game. It was 99 yards for a TD. Quarterback rating of t- 1,251 after that. Coastal Carolina improved 6-0. They've won 17 of their last 18 games. They beat Arkansas State 52-20. to I think it's clear in one of those semifinals, Coastal and BYU faces the winner of Georgia-Alabama. Sweet. Draw it up. Make it happen. Uh-huh. I like it. Yeah. Oklahoma, Texas kicking off the uh, the big day of college football tomorrow. That's on ABC at 10 a.m. The Red River Rivalry. I'll turn it on. Always do. 
Other games that will intrigue you? Actually, big college football weekend starts tonight with a Pac-12 game. Stanford's playing Arizona State on ESPN, 8.30. Yeah, gosh, that is so late. I know. Ten thirty on a East. Friday night. Yeah. Ten thirty in the East is going to end at two a.m. On East. a Friday it's night, it's going to end at midnight. Jeez, here. Why not like seven? I believe earlier you were discussing something because you want seven thirty on the West Coast because that's the core audience. Um, because it's a doubleheader and you're following Temple Cincinnati. There's the so answer. So we'll join it in progress. It'll it'll start on ESPN News or something. <laughs> move over for, for about ten to fifteen minutes. And I got to see. Oh crap! Do I have ESPN News? Fifth-ranked Cincinnati's playing Temple at 5 o'clock. This goes back to your point. ESPN's doing doing what's best for ESPN. And they get seven hours of college football with fifth-ranked Cincinnati playing in the first game against Temple. It should be. It's only the high today in Phoenix is going to only be 90, which that's a break. At kickoff, it's going to be 84. Next week... Not that I'm Dewey Hopper here, but next Tuesday, the high is going to be 70 in October? Yeah. That's record-breaking. Yeah, there's a a storm blowing through because we might have snow here that day. Try 40s here. Okay, I'm going to try 70 there. I'll talk to you guys after the show. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) I I got to visit some family. (laughs) Other big games, Georgia and Auburn, 130 on CBS. Is anybody going to take down Georgia? Auburn just had that good come from behind when he said that's you. I would say no. I would would think you're right. It's just record-breaking. That game is at 130, the same time that a lot of you will be watching the BYU game, obviously. And another good game at that time, 2 o'clock on Fox, number 3 Iowa, number 4 Penn State. Big game in the Big Ten. Primetime, while the Utes are playing, Alabama should be uh, punishing Texas A&M. 6 o'clock on uh, CBS. That looked like a big game at one point, but A&M's had their issues. And Alabama appears to be a machine. So, expect they keep rolling. Texas A&M 3-2 now. Late night tomorrow, UCLA and Arizona. You can stay up for the end of that one. When the Bruins get a 17-point lead, you call it good. No. Arizona's not coming back. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> Your bias showing through. Well, I, I want to watch that game because the Utes play both of those teams. It's a light schedule. Four teams have buys this week, so you get the Stanford game tonight if you're a Pac-12 fan. Get the UCLA game tomorrow night. Obviously, you got the Utes. The only other game, Oregon State's at Washington State, Pac-12 Network at 2 o'clock. So, one more thing to channel surf into. And in the Big 12, obviously the big game is Oklahoma and Texas, and they will be gone. Screw them. For BYU. If I'm, if I'm the Big 12, I don't even put that in my release this week. <laughs> <laughs> Only two other games, West Virginia and Baylor. Baylor 4-1, and one, West Virginia 2-3. and three. That game's on FS1 at 10 a.m. And 2-2 two two TCU is at 4-1 Texas Tech, 5 o'clock on ESPN. Texas Tech with oh, the... You were naming an Alabama quarterback there. To a, to a TCU. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering for a second, Mike, huh? Texas Tech had that massive loss to Texas, which was probably not good for Matt Wells' future employment plans. But then, had uh, gutted out the win against West Virginia, which was very good for his future employment plans. So, they're 4-1. That's college football. Also, the Big 12 announced Thursday to allow member schools to decide the amount of education-related benefits athletes can receive in the academic year. The legal maximum amount per year in education benefits for an athlete under the ruling is $5,980. So the Big 12 Board of Directors set that amount as a benefit ceiling. But then you can just pay them after that, and I think it's taxable income, so... Nah. 
Details. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Eighteen former NBA players charged Thursday with pocketing two and a half million dollars illegally defrauding the league's health and welfare benefit plan in a scam benefit plan in a scam that authorities said involved claiming fictitious medical and dental expenses. The indictments of the scheme was carried out from 2017 to 2020, when the plan, funded primarily by NBA teams, received false claims totaling about 3.9 million dollars. Defendants got about 2.5 million. That's what uh, role players get at the end of the bench, 2.5. Well, yeah, I'm wondering, because I've always thought, don't cheat your company. If you're making $100,000, don't cheat your company for 100 bucks. The risk is not good enough. Now, if you can cheat them for five hundred thousand, you know that's another story. <laughs> and you're, then you're on to something. Making a little right, more worth yeah, it. yeah. So I don't know what they these guys were getting. Some of these guys have established guys: Tony Allen, Glenn, da- Big Baby Davis, guys that they mentioned anyway. I didn't see every uh, last name of the of the list, but they should have been making pretty good money. And I've never understood because I we've all heard of people getting in trouble ripping off the company. And I'm not talking about taking a pen or something, but. Why? I, I once had a, a, a guy accuse me of cheating on a hotel room. So for $85 or something, you think I'm going to cheat you? Yeah, it was actually uh, it was a funny story because he thought I had my, I, me in one hotel room and my family in another. And what he didn't realize is I went on a road trip with Gordon and Gordon wasn't much on paperwork so he says can you just put it on the same thing and I said yeah because it's all what's the difference so then he doesn't have to do the paperwork yeah and so he left me a scathing message (laughs) on my answering machine and then I knew I had him so I called back oh man I let him have it (laughs) I wanted blood on that well dude (laughs) think about it it was Gordon Right, right. He said doing the paperwork. Right. He made me put on my credit card, and then I'm getting reimbursed, and it's all a wash. And it was a company. company. It was a company credit card, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Well, in this indictment, they're saying that players were like, they have records where the players were at when they supposedly were receiving these treatments. One guy was playing basketball in Taiwan when he supposedly was getting eight crowns in Orange County, California. Not really thinking that all the way through. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It's not a good plan. You could argue the whole thing's not a good plan, but even within the How bigger picture. How are you picture, playing yeah, 10 hours good. across the Pacific Ocean? Kyrie Irving listed as an eligible play. The Nets got a home preseason game, so he has not been with the Nets for any of their practices in New York either. How good is a team with Durant and Harden? Let's shift the, uh, pretty shift the topic. Can they win the title Don't with Durant and Harden? Don't forget Blake Griffin right there, man. Blake Griffin. Uh, Irving's a good player, but I'm glad he's not on the Jazz. A lot of distractions, a lot to deal with. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. 2-2. And Alvarez hits it in the air pretty well and pretty deep to right center field. Robert is going back at the wall. Looking up. See you later. Into the Astros bullpen for Alvarez. And the Astros lead is 6 to nothing. Swing and a drive. Deep to left field. This one is way out of here. Arena with his first of 2021, and it's four nothing Rays here in the fifth. Taylor leans all the way in, making a 90 degree angle. A Rays runner heads for home. The throw, he has stolen home, and it's five nothing Rays. 
Astros uh, hammer the White Sox 6-1. Rays shut out the Red Sox 5-zip. Randy Rosarena, that's a name that really rolls off the tongue, a massive home run in the fifth inning. And then he steals home in the seventh. I don't know that they needed that run, but go and get it just in case. Well, as someone who has stolen home... Yeah, on the back end of a double steal or no. just flying home. See, this was the the first the straight steal of home since Yogi Bear and uh, who was it? Jackie Robinson? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, there's been, yeah, you go to th- one, one guy runs to second and you come home. No. No, I stole legitimately home against the Moon saw. Valley Rockets. Big leg kick and you took off? You're not that fast. I raced you in the streets of Denver. Oh, I let you win. Twice. You did not. <laughs> you tried to get me taken down. Stop the man ego my boy, wall. man. Saw it right there. Yep. You ever wondered about Sniggy's ego? Yep. Well, you just got a little bite right there. <laughs> Dusted no, him. The shocker was, and this was a varsity game. I did play varsity baseball. I don't know if you knew. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> UX jocks always let us know. The shocker was I was actually on third base. Was, what the heck were you doing all the way over there? I know. I wasn't on base uh, a lot of the times. But no, I got to third. They gave the suicide squeeze. So I take off, and they throw a curveball. And it was a pitcher who just was in love with his windup and all. It actually was a friend of mine because we had played summer ball with those guys. Yeah. And uh, so we knew them very, very well. Left ear, righty. Could he see it? No, he's righty. He's yeah. righty. So he could but see I knew it. he had a big, massive wind because he knew he knew I was slow as molasses. <laughs> so he knew there'd be no way. So he takes his big. He didn't go from the stretch. He takes his They're big, gonna, fancy wind up. He's in his big wind up. <laughs> they got the squeeze on. Yeah, and he was a heck of an athlete. He played college football, and uh, so I take off, and he throws a curveball, and our guy lunges at it, misses it completely. And then I slide it. So it was right, a right-handed batter. Steal. Yeah. Okay. So he lunged out of the way. Well, I'm trying was, to picture it. It was a curveball, and curveballs would break away from right, a right-handed right. batter. So he's lunging so for he, it. So, yeah. yeah, so he's lunging like almost like in the other batter's box, sure. basically. He misses it because it's a squeeze. Does it catch, your, catch it clean? I think it popped up. Okay. Because it bounced in, short-hopped him, and... No, no, it hit his glove because he, he moves his right-handed glove over. Okay. So it hits... It does not hit the ground. It just hits his glove and pops up six inches a foot or so. And meanwhile, I'm sliding in. Oh, the drama. I mean, I had a real, real mediocre career, but that was one of the highlights. So, of course, I remember it. So, when I saw Randy do that, I said, right on, brother. That's it. We're just a couple of guys who stole home. And that might have been the only stolen base I had. (laughs) I don't remember any others. Maybe I had one. I don't remember. But I remember stealing home. Yeah. And I stood up, just you know, egg on the crowd. <laughs> Fifteen. The, the tens of 15 people there. Parents, best friends, and girlfriends. Ah, there was yeah, there were some honeys there. They were mainly the ones that I was trying to, hey, look at me. I know they probably didn't, but I wanted it. White Sox and Astros today at noon, game two. Nationally gets going today. Braves and Brewers at 2.30. Red Sox and Rays at 5. Dodgers and Giants at 7.30. So... Plenty going on there. Lots of baseball today. You'll be watching the Dodgers and Giants tonight while you're watching Stanford and ASU. Oh, for sure. It's all there for you tonight. 
What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, we've got B.J. Reigns, Boise State beat writer for the Idaho Press Tribune, back with us as the Broncos, having taken down Utah State, will try to take down BYU as well. And David Locke, radio voice of the Jazz at 9 o'clock. Question of the day. Hot takes or toast. Coming up next. Stay with us. It's game week for the Utes, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. The Utes look to pick up their first ever win in the Coliseum as they hit the road to square off against the Trojans of USC. Catch the Ute pregame show Saturday at 5 o'clock with the postgame show immediately following the game. From Monday morning to the postgame press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Ute football. You ready? Yeah! The 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It is time for Hot Takes or Toast, brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair, it's 2021 and you don't have to. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text HAIR to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment or visit www.utahairmd.com. Today's question... Why wouldn't you be confident about your team this weekend? I don't believe you shouldn't be. Speaking in the negative, which is, you know, the way I live my life. <laughs> I'm not sure I even want to try to unravel that. I know. So Me you either. think everyone should be positive or not well, I'm negative. never going to say it that way. <laughs> right, so not, not negative. It's not who I am. You know, it's, it's a, I'm a half-empty guy. My tank, my wallet. Kevin says, I'll be watching SUU. My dreams. SUU, the Wildcats, the Aggies, the East Cougars, the Broncos. Baltimore, Buffalo, the Packers. Frustrated Urban and Sandpoint, Idaho, high school football. Kevin's got a lot of teams. He's going to be busy. (laughs) That's like 20 games. Did you say Sandpoint, Idaho? Yeah, that was a nice touch at the end. Isn't that way up top? I want to say you're right. Daniel says BYU will win by nine points this week. Here's to hoping they continue to rush the ball well. I'd be shocked if they wouldn't. Although I was talking to some people at BYU, and I think the stats are a little misleading with Boise because of the nature of the teams that spread them out as much. Uh, But at the same time, they believe, as they should, obviously, that they can run the ball on Boise. And then when we get to next week, they're probably going to think we can run the ball on Baylor and so forth and so on. BYU line's been good. The running back is very good. Get Algier behind that line. Why wouldn't you be able to run the ball? Right. (gasps) So uh, they certainly think they can have success running the ball against Boise, no matter who the quarterback is. Uh, And, you know, with Conover, uh, had a whole week of practice here. Uh, I can't say expect to see a different Conover but expect to see a more confident Conover, expect to see a better Conover. Uh, I don't know that they're going to drastically alter what they've been doing, uh, but you know he's had a good week of practice. Uh, but they are, they've got a great running back, and they've got a good enough offensive line, and this thing is clicking, man. They feel like 
Everything is there for them to do what they do. It's a great feeling to have that. A lot of confidence in, in what Algier can do, and they should. He's just been, for a year now, he's been brilliant. I mean, absolutely brilliant, man. Just It's been fun to watch. What can he do? You know, I like the passing and the ball all over the field and all, but if you get a runner that can pound it like he can and then have some breakaway speed, that's fun to watch too. I mean, I was a big fan of Marcus Dupree. <laughs> what? I think you should stay in the Big 12. You've got to get BYU fans up to speed on the history. I was like, that's a pull from the Big 12. So, <laughs> Although officially, wouldn't it be the Big 8? The from, forerunner to the Big 12? that era, yeah. Well, he was a forerunner, let me tell you. It's my point. He was a forerunner. Four, 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 five runner. Yeah. Get your 40. It's fun to watch. When you're that good, even though I think a lot of us like the wide-open offense, but when you're that good, that's f- still fun to watch. Oh, we like big plays. And a guy who's that talented can break some big plays. That's what we've seen. Even if you're running. Yeah, that's People what we've People were coming out doing. of their seats on that long touchdown run for Algeria at Utah State. Which one? The those, one that got them down to the one? Those are... Uh, <laughs> Those are game changers. Flip the field like that. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, what's it going to be for him? What's a single-season record for the Cougars? Yuck! Or back when, maybe it was set back when they used to run it, like pre-Lavelle? No, I'm pretty sure it's Staley, it Staley? Staley said it. He might have been reset since then, though. Has he got a shot at it? it keeps going. Get, I'm telling you. I, I don't follow this stuff very religiously, but if he averages 200 yards a game, he's got a good shot at it. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. <laughs> uh, Staley, 1582, it looks like, is still yeah. the record. Yeah, 1,582 yards. And people argue with me on who's the best running back in BYU history. Why do they do that? I don't know. I don't it's, get it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> do you have any recollection? Does, it's not that well, long okay, ago. Here's the thing. I don't think people remember how good he was. I think there he was a, lot a of people who bona fide forgot. stud. He I, was the stud of the studs. I am not arguing with you in any way, shape, or form. He's the greatest running back I've seen I know people were watching. They, they started 12-0. and 0. Everybody was watching. But there are a lot of younger folks. Well, sometimes, yeah, they're younger, and okay, that guys yeah. come along. Yeah. He didn't have a pro career. If you're Jamal 20, Williams had a pro career. If you're 25 years old and you didn't see the games because you were just you know so young at that point, okay, I get that. They've seen Unga, they've seen Williams, they've seen Curtis and there's Brown. There's been some good running backs. But yeah, if you're 35. Right there, yeah. 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 And he wasn't a flamboyant quote. No, in not the, at all. Curtis Brown was an excellent interview. Jamal was all over the map, entertaining. Yes. Uh, So, you know, he was sort of... I remember one time we were down in Florida, and I asked him a question, and he said that... I say, you say that all the time. Can you change it up a little? I don't even remember what it was, but I remember looking at him saying, that's your answer to every question. (laughs) (laughs) But he was an immense talent, and Algier right now... Looking like he is right there. I'm not going to go there yet because it's not done. But it's looking like they're just so good at and doing what they do, and he's so good at doing it. So of course I expect him to continue. That's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't a BYU fan and have all sorts of confidence right now? Utah, uh, a little less. But I see no reason why you shouldn't be confident. 
You've come close so many times there. It's like you weren't going to beat BYU every time. It was going to end. So it happened to be this year. Good on them. USC isn't going to beat you every time either. Right. It's the same kind of deal. Yeah, Yeah, there have been a couple blots, but there have been a bunch of close games, and eventually you win one of the close games. Yes. Yes. So SC's sort of in a mess. You have emotional and maybe some talent issues to deal with. See, that's. But I don't think you're a mess. See, that's the thing. Between the quarterback change, all the fumbles, and then another tragic death, there have been so many storylines of Utah. And, of course, Utah fans are going to be f- focused on their team. But if you focus on USC, USC's team, they got plenty of issues themselves. they got plenty of question marks. But when you're on the field, I don't think you're thinking about the fumbles two weeks ago. Uh, for a little bit, maybe you could put the grief aside. I can't say yes or no, but maybe we've seen players and talk about it. And you know just in regular life you don't have to be a player to know that keeping yourself busy – uh, maybe can help you deal with tragedies a little bit better. Maybe not. It depends on the person. So there's an opportunity there, particularly when you're not by yourself. You're with another, you know, another 60, 70 guys, and the band is there, the fans are there, and blah, blah, blah. So maybe you can stay in the moment there. Then it comes down to talent. Does, you, do Utah, does Utah have enough talent this year to beat SC? I think they do. Will they? I don't know. Why we watch the games. Why wouldn't you be confident about your team this weekend? We literally have Ute fans on the Facebook page arguing overnight. Utah hasn't won in the Coliseum yet, Scotty says. Maybe this is the year, Daniel says. There's going to be a year. Why not this one? Interim coach. Quarterback play has slipped a little bit. Team doesn't look as tough. They've got an awesome receiver, but they don't have several awesome receivers. That was the problem two years ago. They had several awesome receivers. Yeah, they think they had three. I had to go back and remember, but I yeah. think they had three who played. Uh, and right Vaughn, now, Vaughn's in the NFL because I know Pittman and St. Brown are. Yeah. Uh, look that up, Tyler Vaughn's. Uh, but yeah, and Pittman was out jumping people. The Rat Fink. They got beat by the Rat Fink. Yeah, I know. I remember. <laughs> and. Go ahead. Tyler Vaughn's plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, that's what I thought. And also, too, I think it was Brumfield uh, fumbled on the one as they were going in. I was going to say Brumfield was on the doorstep. Yeah. I mean, right there, because uh, did Moss come out, if I remember correctly? There was a little bit of an injury, and they literally fumbled, if I remember, he served, which I I can visual it from the press box. It was at, at the one. Uh, going in on uh, the west, uh, the west end of the end zone there, the closed end, and so you know, they've been there. They play these guys well, generally speaking. Drake London has four or six hundred and seventy yards receiving already. The guy is just awesome and big time. But nobody else has two fifty. They've played five games. Nobody else is He's averaging. He's the Simi at Brighton of SC. Yes. He's throwing the ball all the time. And Taj Washington is kind of the, he's the second guy. But he's got one TD. And 220 yards receiving through five games. Yeah. They don't have the depth. Keep your eye on number 15. Drake London, he'll make plays all over the field. But I would think for that secondary... That makes their job a whole lot easier than it was two years ago. I don't know. 
Because he's that awesome? He's yeah. as good as having three awesome guys? Well, the other guys aren't dirt. But if you're not going to take away our number one, number one option, I never put my hand in the dirt. But it seems to me you ought to just keep going to your number one option until they take it away. Absolutely. So no one's taking it away. A little common sense there. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I'm not going to discount the other guys for his brilliance. Why wouldn't you be confident about your team this weekend? And Bill says, because BYU inevitably will always have one unexplainable loss to a team they should beat. They did in 1984. Freaking year. No, that's not true. They didn't in 1984. 1984. (laughs) But since then. Well, it's not every freaking I think you can say that about every team. Well, look how many teams go undefeated in college football. So few. Yeah. You end up with a loss at some point. Right. Right. It just happened. So you can't slap that label on BYU. And I don't think they're going to go undefeated this year. Although I did tell them the other day that if you don't, it's because of bad coaching. You were telling that to a coach, obviously. You got to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to take them uh, six at a time. But when we get there, I don't know that I'll be thinking, wow, they're going to lose this game. Remains to be seen. Going going to Baylor is not easy. Especially you're going to have all your wives are going to want to go to that thing. What's that thing called, Yak, I told you about? And then there they go and they look at that stuff. Uh, it's got a name. Magnolia Lane. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you it go. took me a minute. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so all the BYU wives, I mean, every player is married. All the wives are going to want to go to be able to go visit that thing. So that's going to be a distraction unto itself. And you think he's kidding, but he's not. <laughs> what are we going to do with all this NIL money? We're going to redo the kitchen. We're going to fly I down know, to like Waco. I five or six ladies who brought their daughter and did that thing. Yeah. It seems ridiculous to me, but I, <laughs> I mean, I literally know. It's a true story. <laughs> what would you rather do? Would you rather root canal go, go down? <laughs> would you rather go down to the Eccles Theater and see a play with some singing and some dancing for a couple hours, or oh, get on a plane and fly to Waco and tour Magnolia Lane and no. look at some examples well, how you could redecorate? Obviously, your- I would rather go to uh, get the less painful to to go to, to Eccles. Eccles Theater unto itself is a beautiful facility, so they do a lot of stuff there. It's absolutely gorgeous. If you haven't been there, go see a show. I mean, I'm not a Salt Lake chamber guy here but that place i've seen several shows there and it is just phenomenal what a venue whoever built that place tip of the hat to you all right dj and pk bj rains boise state beat writer for the idaho press tribune is going to join us at 8 30 talk broncos and cougars make sure you're here for that right here on 97.5 at 1280 the zone for the Utes in the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. The Utes look to pick up their first ever win in the Coliseum as they hit the road to square off against the Trojans of USC. Catch the Ute pregame show Saturday at 5 o'clock with the postgame show immediately following the game. From Monday morning to the postgame press conference. Nobody brings you better coverage of youth football. You ready? Yeah! Than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
This week's Raider game against the Chicago Bears is brought to you by America First Credit Union, the exclusive home of the official Raiders debit card. All the same great features and benefits now with the silver and black. Learn more at AmericaFirst.com slash Raiders. Yeah, I was working with somebody last night. You know, we, we're going to be uh, doing some stuff there with uh, the KSL folks and talking to some people, maybe get a group go down there yeah you were working that huh get yeah. the trip from the new management <laughs> yeah i mean i really want to do that we are the raider station and i find myself watching all the raider games well they got a good team right now sure i'm but reserving I, my spot on the party bus right now i mean i think they can make inroads here could be our team everybody goes to vegas for one reason or another you don't just have to go to well the reason why you do and what would that be Da 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 I put on a few pounds. I don't do those shows anymore. No, no. I mean to enjoy, not to participate. I know, but I grossed y'all out. Like that sign I saw during the pandemic. Sorry, we're fully clothed. That was a good one. Made me chuckle when I was More puns, more puns. <laughs> Question of the day. Why wouldn't you be confident about your team this weekend? And Adam says, my team hasn't won in the Coliseum in a long time. They struggled. They struggled to put away Washington State two weeks ago. I'll never stop hoping that the Utes can beat USC at their place. The same way Cougar fans never gave up. See if their team could finally beat Utah after 12 years. Miracles have to happen at some point. Am I right? Yeah, so that's Hashtag the whole point. Go Utes. That is the whole point, is that it does have to happen, and it will happen. The breakthrough will come at some point. Did you Have you seen USC play? My goodness, Oregon State, Stanford. Oregon State was might be one of the worst, if not the worst game I've seen them play ever. They were. I mean, it was uninspiring. Yes, completely discombobulated. And you can get defense. beat, and it happens. as a winner and loser in every game, but there's no excuse for not competing. And I felt like they gave up. I felt like they rolled over. That was shocking to me to see that. Didn't I? Did not see that coming at all. And maybe Oregon State, when we get to uh, the end of next month, we'll look back and say, "Wow, Oregon State was just really a lot better than we thought." I'm not going to rule that out. But that was an uninspiring effort. And then they beat Colorado. Everybody's going to beat Colorado. The only teams that are going to beat Colorado is Arizona. Uh, so I'm not going to draw anything from that. And the Utes are 1-0. They're perfect in conference play. Yeah, let's not oversell that. <laughs> they are. They I, are. I know they are, but let's not oversell Why that. not? That's what they have to sell. Whatever you have to sell, that's what you oversell. That's the way that works. That's what they oversell. You don't need to oversell it. Yes, I do. No, you don't. I you really don't. Until they're not, I'm going to sell. Now I hope to go 9-0 and so I can taunt oh, you. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> Sign me up. I'm all, Sign me up. Utes 9-0. and BYU 12-0. Utah State already lost to Boise State, so they can't go undefeated in conference. Yeah, but they can win it because Boise has a loss in conference themselves. Could get another so they one. They win their division. Yeah. It could happen. Other division looks tougher. 
so I don't know about the championship game. I have to see about that. But I, I think that's the mindset you have to take. We are in first place in the loss column. And gosh, by the time they take the field, they could be in first place by themselves. I mean, no one's going to sit here and say, wow, I didn't see Stanford beating the Sun Devils. That's not a shot. That could happen. And will Oregon State fall to Washington State? Yeah, but those are the yeah, only your other own two division. Teams. Your own division. division, yeah. But those are the only two other teams that don't have a loss in the league. They could be the but only But it doesn't team matter what, what, what happens over there. Right, but if you have it, you'll sell it. We're the only undefeated team in the conference. And then Oregon's losing uh, top uh, flight sa- uh, safety and their running back. Loss for the season. Both of them. That, those are major injuries. Not just minor, major one guy with three interceptions yeah, and probably tackles. two NFL players. And we saw Verdell, if you don't remember him, he's the running back who ran wild on you two years ago. He's an NFL guy. Yeah. And he's gone. So it's conceivable, man. There is nobody, literally nobody on your schedule that you can't beat. That's the, That has to be their mindset. And you're not worried about playing Oregon in, in five or six weeks. You're worrying about SC. November 20th is a little bit down the road right now. Mm-hmm. So you're going to focus on the Coliseum. And it, it is an imminently winnable game. Because if they go 2-0, and the fact of the matter is those losses before don't matter. Um, what your primary goal is, it just they just don't. So that's exactly what they should be thinking, and they should be thinking that strongly. So, yes, I am going. I'm not going to oversell it because it can't be oversold. It's an elimination game. If the Utes beat USC, they'll be 2-3 and three in conference, and we can stop talking about four teams can win the South, and we can start talking about three teams that win the South. be a big deal. Get the Utes to 2-0 and oh and hand USC a third conference loss. That would be a big deal. You can't oversell that. Got poll sure. questions up. Go to Twitter. David DJ James. Utah, USC, who you got? BYU, Boise State, who you got? We'll update you on the voting later this morning. David Locke, Radio Voice of the Jazz, coming up in one hour, nine o'clock. We'll talk to David then. BJ Reigns in half an hour here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.